0: From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us Podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Moham.
1: Happy Tuesday and welcome back to another lovely episode of Ladies Like Us. I'm Nadia Moham. And I'm Nazanin Mandy. And we are back at it again, girl. We are.
0: And again and again. <laughs> and again and again. So something really weird has been happening. What? My eye. Oh,
1: I know. It's been weird. Yeah.
0: I have been having really weird eye irritation. Right. Since And I remember the date since November 1st. Oh my
1: God. The November 1st.
0: <laughs> because I it happened in Vegas.
1: Oh, that was the first time? Yes. Oh. I took a nap during the day and I woke
0: up and my entire eye was fucked up.
1: Wait, which time was this that we were making? Miguel
0: had a festival. Ah. You didn't go to this one. This was like Halloween. Ah, that's right. It was Halloween. We didn't sleep all night. Jumped yes. on a plane. Then I took a nap and woke up, and my left eye was completely messed up. Right. So I woke up and it was red, and there was like mucus, like an eye infection. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like so, a pink eye or something. Yeah, yeah. So I
0: figured it was pink eye. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, I slept with my makeup. Right.
0: Uh, oops. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I went to the optometrist. Mm-hmm. I've been there. With this first optometrist three times. Damn. So the first time she was like, oh, yeah, it does look like a uh, pink eye. You have irritation. Here's antibiotics. Right. Cool. So the antibiotics worked for like a couple of days and then it came back. Right. And I'm like, what the hell? And then it switched eyes. And I'm oh, like, what is no. happening? So I go back. She's like, oh, wow. It looks like you have extreme dry eye.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Take these like lubricating drops, use them at least three, four times a day. Uh-huh. You'll be fine. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay. So I started using them, and it started to go down, but they were still kind of
1: red. It wasn't back to normal. No. Yeah.
0: So I went back, and I'm like, look, I'm not back to normal. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I feel weird. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they just feel really itchy and, mm-hmm. like, hot. There's no mucus. There's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I just feel like because of the weather, you just have extreme dry eye.
1: Mm. You're like, there's more to <laughs> there's, this There has to be, because
0: <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. So I waited, like two weeks Mm -hmm. and I'm like I need to get a second opinion Mm -hmm. so yesterday I went to a brand new um optometrist Mm -hmm. and he examined my eye and in 10 minutes he diagnosed me and was like wow you have and I can't even pronounce Uh, it like it's how
1: did he know right away
0: well he um he put these special drops in my eye and then of course looked through um to get a really good like look at it deeper look yeah uh and um he could see like what I have, and I, I can't pronounce the name, sorry, guys, <laughs> but the elastin around my eyes is thinning. Okay. So right at like the bottom. Like your cornea? Or... No, at the oh. bottom of my eye Okay. down here, which okay. it makes sense because that's where I feel
2: Irritated, irritated, oh. and
0: it's thinning, which is allowing um, pathogens and pollen and everything in the air, yeah, to go right to into go your eye, to go into my eye, eye yeah. which is irritating my eye.
1: Oh, so this
0: is genetically predisposed. So oh. sim- since I'm so symptomatic, mm-hmm. I feel everything.
1: Like, Man, I could get your a whole life. life,
0: my whole life, your whole life. So I, it's a, it affects me, right? Um, but anyone in my family could have it, and we wouldn't
1: know. Interesting because they don't does, does, nobody knows, like no. you don't know of anybody. No, hmm.
0: no, he was telling me, he's like, Do you know anyone in your family that has this? And I'm like, No, honestly, no right. one really has eye issues,
1: right? Well, you know? I do,
0: <laughs> but, uh, but like my immediate, immediate yeah, yeah, like yeah. my brothers, like they wear glasses, but and my dad wears glasses, but right. it's nothing like this. Oh, well, yeah, your dad does wear glasses, yeah, I forgot, um, and your mom
1: needs glasses,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, so um yeah i don't know they could have it oh, that's but I, I i i get it so it's incurable it's incurable
1: so what do you do so
0: i just have to make sure that during winter time because yeah. that's when you know drier yeah. outside um that i just use my eye drops damn that's and it and don't sleep with makeup right obviously just be extra careful. yeah i have to be extra careful yeah. wash out my eye right Stuff like that.
1: Um, So if you want to get LASIK, does that affect it? I forgot to ask him that. And I thought about that when I was driving home. Yeah. So I have
0: to call him back and see because I really want to get it. I feel like maybe not. Because it's on the actual eye. I know.
1: It's not your cornea. It's not like that. It's underneath. Exactly. So I feel like you should be fine, but I'm not a doctor.
0: (laughs) I'm scared though.
1: Yeah. I'm like,
0: fuck. But I need it. Um, But yeah, just dealing with that.
1: Ugh. We're making, getting old. I know. I know. <laughs> We're falling apart now. It's bad. So, yeah. <laughs> I just have to deal with that. So Eye issues are the worst, though. They're the worst. It's. I mean, you know, I'm blind as a bat. I know. Um, My prescription is negative 650. That is crazy. Yeah, it's bad. Like, everybody, it's so funny. Everybody, though, he says, when they start telling me, oh, I'm blind. You're like, oh, no, I'm no, I'm legally blind. Like... Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah? What's your prescription? Right. <laughs> and they're like, negative four negative 450 and i'm like 650 boom <laughs> that's crazy yeah. i've actually I've looked through your glasses before isn't it crazy yeah. i know yeah they're like coke bottles. it's a lot it's <laughs>
0: like oh it my sucks. god
1: it yeah. sucks so um no i've had a lot of eye issues and it's really shitty because like that's your eyes mm-hmm. like that's the most fragile yeah honestly take my arm like knock on wood <laughs> but i'm just arm. saying i'm just saying take right. my arm take even take my leg yeah no, but i but do not take my eyes yeah. like yeah i would die
0: well and your line of work
1: Fuck. you kind of need your eyes to beat a face yeah for yeah. real imagine i'm the first blind makeup oh arts. my god <laughs> why, why am i wishing this on myself <laughs> that'd be incredible though. but i would be famous <laughs> no seriously that'd be incredible um yeah so that's shitty anything good
0: Um I mean just same old
1: same yeah. old Yeah
0: yeah same old things at the house On the grind
1: Yeah that's it you need to re- work on your stress I know it's I it's sleep. only going to get worse And
0: Yeah it's the irritation's caused also by a low immune system yeah. and lack of sleep right. cuz your eyes are tired right. you know and my eyes are open which is allowing more things to go exactly. in them it's a whole thing, yeah. But like, I need stress. to sleep and yeah, yeah. and relax. Stress,
1: stress does crazy things to your body, for sure. Like, I mean, I look at it too as like a, a check engine light warning. It's like, right. okay, you need to slow down just a little mm-hmm. or prioritize you and your health and your right. rest and whatever. Because yeah, it's great to work, but you gotta rest too. Like you gotta yeah, take care if, of yourself. Yeah, if you're not healthy, you can't work. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what bad thing happened to me Uh, i had something and i totally (laughs) forgot so it must not have been that bad yeah i'm like (laughs) no it wasn't physical was it no i feel like i had to do with shopping i don't remember i think it was like
0: shopping yesterday trying
1: on jeans and i was disappointed (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty bad (laughs) i need stretch okay (laughs) um no yeah i went shopping they had a lot of good sales everywhere i found a lot of good deals i know i i I had not been shopping at all Uh and then i went because i needed to get gifts and stuff and i was like why did i do this now i'm seeing all these sales Mm -hmm. now i'm like i need those jeans i need the sweater it's only 40 dollars. right i don't need this shit why am i buying it yeah i just want it yeah it's so hard to say no it's hard i have to stay away from the mall and all those Mm -hmm. things um which I have been because since I moved from O.C. to L.A., right. for me, I'm still not like completely familiar with everything, where everything is. And you don't want to go to the mall by your house? No, it's so far, but that's where I would go to shop. I know. I would go to South Coast Plaza. <laughs> I know. And now I don't do that. Now I shop online. Right. And we get like PLT hookup, right. which is wonderful. Um, But yeah, I've been really good. And then I went into the mall and I was like, Sure, run my credit card. <laughs> and then that's how no, things just I know. go up. I think I'm going to return some stuff. <laughs> uh... <laughs> just. Yeah. I always end up wearing it. Yeah, it's not like a waste. Exactly. I'm, I'm a good shopper. Um, no, but so we celebrate. And another thing why I went to shop was because it was our anniversary. Oh, okay. And. I had to get the poor man some lingerie. I know. I have not been holding my end of the deal with that. Was there a deal? No, but, you know, the unsaid deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I really like it. He really likes lingerie. Okay. Like, my ex didn't care about lingerie. Like, of course he liked it. But he was like, whatever, I'm just going to take it off anyway. So, like, I don't care. But Omar, like. Enjoys lingerie. Like okay. he appreciates it if it's interesting, if it's got lacing, if it's got like he's like, so Ooh. has he ever not liked something he bought? Oh, yeah. Well, not that I bought more like just like my old underwear with like oh, holes. Oh, in okay. Okay. <laughs> he's like, he's you need like, to throw those What away. is this? And I'm like, I know those are my period panties. Yeah, we all have different ones. <laughs> like, like you have to save your old yeah. ones for that. And you know, like the ones that we like have the lace band because yes. they don't pinch. No muffin No tops. muffin Yeah super comfortable but after washing yeah, them yeah, yeah. and that, they fade and that lace band gets holes and the, the elastics coming yeah. out and then they become your period panties yeah that's true that's a thousand <laughs> and percent he's true. like so disturbed by them so i was like i have to get so i went to victoria's secret and they had buy three get three free buy one get oh, one free. See, like, that's see a- that's that. amazing. so i kind of stocked up right. and he was very pleased oh, okay <laughs> He goes to your drawer. He's like, yeah, throwing candies in the air. He's like, finally. So that was good. And then um, I'm just really excited because we're doing that Friends thing. That's gonna be cool. So him and I are huge friend fan, friend, Friends fans. Friends um, fans, you know, of the show. Mm-hmm. And they have a pop up in Santa Monica. It's called the one, the one in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. and it's like I I haven't really researched it, so I'm kind of excited because I'm gonna be it's gonna some be more surprise. Yeah. yeah. But I guess they have like the couch and the coffee shop and like That's you can go dope. and take photos. And yeah, it's like recreations of the set. Right. And just things for fan- for fanatics of friends. That's awesome. So we have been, I think it's been like a few weeks now that we've bought it. And like literally we talk about it every day. Do you day. know what you're going to wear? I think I'm going to go for like a 90s vibe. You should. Like I think I'm going to wear like a little high-waisted jean uh-huh. with like a belt and a top. I don't know. We'll see. Uh-huh. I don't know. I know so we're going with his co-workers okay and his co-workers like what are we gonna wear and i'm like i don't know just be cute (laughs) yeah like she's really gassed about it so it's gonna be good but um yeah that's what i have looking forward to i love it we will talk about it on the next episode yes we will
0: (laughs) all right guys up next we'll be speaking with actress and host the hilarious nina parker Have you heard about this company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled water bottles? Rothy's has quickly grown to a most loved gotta-have them brand. It's no surprise they have over a thousand nearly perfect reviews. They're stylish and sustainable. They are the perfect flat for life on the go. I absolutely love my pair of Rothy's. They're super lightweight. Comfortable, easy to pack, and I can wear them from day to night. Rothy's comes in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns, and they're available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and so much more. They launch new colors and patterns every few weeks and sell out constantly. It will blow your mind that they're made from repurposed plastic water bottles. In fact, Rothy's has diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills already. You'll quickly discover why BuzzFeed called them their forever shoe. Go to rothys.com slash ladies to get your new favorite pair of flats. Comfort style and sustainability, these are the shoes you've been waiting for. Again, head to rothys.com slash ladies today.
1: All right, guys, we are back and we are joined by our guest. She is currently the host of Dating No Filter and the co-host of E's Nightly Pop. She's hilarious and fabulous. We have Nina Parker and the building. Hey, hey. Hi, ladies. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of awesome. course. So I wanted to start with a story. Yes.
0: So it was 2013. It was the Grammys. Okay. And we were in the car driving, and I think it was for the Insider. Was yeah, it? that's when I was. Okay, at the insider. that's when I remember. Uh-huh. So we were in the car driving to Grammys, and we we're pulling up to the carpet. Uh-huh. Nina, you were in the front. Yes. And we were in the back. We were doing
2: a ride along, so yes. it was like a whole little piece of oh. like getting ready for the Grammys. Yeah, and So they
0: got riding dressed, to the Grammys, yeah. all that stuff. Ah. So we pull up, and right as we pull up, they announce in the car that Miguel won his first Grammy. Yeah. So oh, Nina there. was. There yeah, I
2: so feel connected to you guys. Yes, I Miguel <laughs> always. Shows me so much love whenever I just see him at an event. He's just like, What's up? Like, it's literally like family when I see you guys. Because that was
0: such a moment, that was life changing. Like, that was. That was you witnessed a dream come true. He yeah. worked so hard for that moment. I
2: felt that because before we had just talked about, you guys were talking about like m- remembering him make the song that he won the Grammy for yes. and like driving around in a car. Like I, was, mm-hmm. I feel like it was like a Ford Explorer or something like Would that. It, he
0: had his truck. Yeah, you we were talking about truck. his truck. And we yeah. had just
2: finished talking about that. So to see like this full circle, That's it was just dope. really dope. Yes. I really feel like it connected us. Yeah. Then, like we don't always talk, but we all follow each other yeah, and like show and we're like, love. Hey, uh, yeah. You were the there for a yeah. moment, oh, and we'll moment. never
0: forget that moment. Yeah, it was really oh, okay. Dumb. I didn't even know that. Yeah, That's so yeah. Cool. She was. On I the feel like
2: the the uh, I had just got like the when when Grammy season comes around every year, Facebook reminds me. Uh-huh. We gives me the reminder photo yes. that we took in the back of the truck. I remember. <laughs> that. You need to send me this. Yes, I'm gonna send it okay. to you. And we
1: could post it on our page. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> love that. I'll send it to you. But what a moment that was! Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. incredible. That's I'm so glad you were part of it. Yes, thank you. So happy to be part of it. You've got to do be a lot part of a lot of cool moments. Moments yeah, already. How yeah. long have you been doing this
2: now? Um, I've been in TV since 2007.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah, Damn.
2: I've been, I've been, I'm really blessed. And I, I went to school for it, I went to college for it, oh. um, went to San Francisco State University. Amazing. Shout is that communications um, or oh, broadcasting? I was a because bro- they have communication majors, which uh-huh. is a more of a broad, broad scope. Got it. I was um, what's called Becca. So we were broadcasting communication mm. arts oh. um, and electronic arts. Like academy, so we like fully focused on like TV and radio production. Okay, right. So did
1: you always know you wanted to do this?
2: I always knew like once I got like of an age to think about that. Mm -hmm. So pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Like I think even twenties or what? I well I would say as a kid I did have like a little cardboard TV. That I like oh, made, how cute. like you know, like the refrigerator. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, we get the really big boxes, and I did like I don't know if I knew I wanted to be on TV, mm-hmm. but I remember making a making a TV box and getting in it and like entertaining. Hey. And I also had like yeah. a puppet set, and I would have, like them talk, and I had like a little ventriloquist Man. thing. Okay. And I always you were entertaining. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always doing that, mm-hmm. and I remember in sixth grade being like the reporter on the playground for, <laughs> what dare means to you.
1: See? Stop, <laughs> girl! You were doing it before you knew you wanted to do it. So I don't so. know if I knew at the time yeah, but I was amazing. like you were doing it right <laughs> yeah. subconsciously you were being pushed in that direction exactly yeah, I'm just yeah, picturing amazing. little Nina <laughs> on the playground I was <laughs> like what so does cute. dare mean to you <laughs>
2: You know, I wish someone still had that footage. <laughs> yeah, does your mom have any of it? I don't, you know, we had it on VHS, but oh. I don't know. Oh, I don't you gotta know transfer that shit. I know. Just go. I don't know what happened yeah. to it, but you know, I, we had it for years, and then my parents moved, and I don't know what happened to it. Damn. <laughs> that
0: sounds like a classic moment. Yeah, it was
2: cool. It's so cool. And now I'm full circle, you know, because as yeah. a kid, you're all over the place. But, yeah, of course. You know, it, it does come to full circle, when you're like, what do I enjoy? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, for sure.
1: So, okay, so then talk to us about the fact that, like, so you went to school for this. Mm -hmm. How old were you? Did you, like, time pass and you had a job and then you went to school or you went straight to school? No, I went straight into school. Okay.
2: Um, I did a junior college for two years Mm because I didn't have no money. Mm -hmm. So I did that for two years and then I transferred Mm -hmm. and went to San Francisco State for another three. Nice. And did, like, my major and worked in TV and that's Mm -hmm. where I started my internship. So that's really where it started was in college. They were like, you need an internship. So I started Mm -hmm. interning at NBC, Mm -hmm. the local NBC channel, which at the time was Cron, which was in San Francisco. Okay and I. did that and then I got hired as a production assistant and started doing like PAing. Okay. And then I moved to New York and I was like, I'm going to be like the next VJ, the next MTV yeah, VJ. Okay. And that did not happen. That was so- <laughs> well,
0: was that towards the end of that whole VJ
2: it, generation. It was, but I didn't even girl. I didn't know anybody. Like I, <laughs> I was working at Barnes and Noble change. child. <laughs> like I did not. I, I didn't even touch a TV studio when I was in New Wait. York. Came back with my tail between my legs. And then I moved back with my parents who were living in Sacramento. Uh-huh. And I lived with them for a couple of years. And I was working at Verizon Wireless. Uh-huh. And I completely just left the industry and was working as, a, like, a call center person and got extremely miserable. Uh-huh. Of course, because like you're not miserable. living your, your right. truth. I wasn't in my purpose. Uh-huh. And so then after four years, I was, like, miserable. I was, like, getting headaches. I was really, like, depressed. And then my mom was just like, you know you don't have to do this. Like, you could just... Oh. Moved to LA, right? And so we, I literally took vacation for two weeks uh-huh. from my job, and my mom and I came to LA, and I found a lady to live with in Burbank. I was renting a room, wow. and I started um, living with her. Moved, uh-huh. moved to LA with just like my car, and uh-huh. I had like a couple thousand dollars on me, nothing else. The quintessential and story. I got oh, a yeah. job. I got a job at TMZ within like. A month. How did that yeah. happen? I yeah. need to know how did that's that where connection. I, that's where
1: I first. Yeah. Um, you know it. what? It,
2: it's so funny because this is so old school. This was like 07 before there was a show. Mm-hmm. And I I literally knew somebody who said they were hiring because they were expanding. Uh-huh. And they gave me like the generic jobs at TMZ email. Mm. And I just emailed them and was like, get a cover letter and a resume and was Mm -hmm. just like, I really just want to come in. And they brought me in and they were like, look, all we have is like runner positions available, like the very bottom, like below PA. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. And they were like, all right, we'll give you a chance.
0: That's and, your foot yeah. in the door. That, yeah, was, exactly. that was
2: kind of all she wrote. I had that position. And then I started, I got promoted really quickly. I was promoted to producer within four months. Damn. And then, wow. yeah, you were they, one hell of a PA. I was, I was <laughs> working like 15 hours a day. Like oh. I was literally like, whatever yeah. you guys want me to do. And then when I would be done with my shift, I would sit with the, the uh, editing producer mm-hmm. and who would put up all the stories, the managing editor of the website, and I would just write stories for her. And just be like and I would just like do so I was smart. Yeah, I was just like whatever uh-huh. y'all need me to do, and then I would help contribute and find stories. So they promoted me and then that fall they were starting the T V show uh-huh. and they asked me to pitch for the show and I was like, No, I don't wanna be on T V anymore. I had kinda given mm-hmm. up on that dream uh-huh. and um they were like, No, we're not really asking you. Like you're gonna pitch. We think you're wow. fine. And I ended up pitching and that was it. Damn. That's yeah. incredible. You were, yeah. you were. It yeah. happened within like six months. Like I made the decision. Damn. I was living That's in Sacramento crazy. in February. I was miserable. Worked in mm-hmm. TMZ by April. Yeah. And by September I was on TV.
1: Damn. Wow. Well, I mean, you definitely worked God's hard plan. for it too. Yeah. God's plan. Yeah. And yeah. You got and the secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. It's a mix of like yeah. good luck, God's plan, yeah. and also just like having faith. Right. Yeah. So it just kind of, and then it just all kind of started spiraling from there and just kind of Yeah, you know, every year you just walk into your purpose a little bit more. What a
1: story. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel like it was like the moment? Like, were you not believing in yourself? Like, why were you not pursuing
2: it? I I definitely was like very, I felt very dejected from New York. Like, I moved Uh out there Mm -hmm. and my living situation wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. I didn't have money to go out and look for places. So I went out there like sight unseen mm-hmm. and that was i don't recommend that right. <laughs> Start started go me do something but get out there and look look at the place because new york likes to sell what it looks like when it doesn't Ooh, look like AK, that it can yeah. get scary yeah. and yeah. i was sure. i was living in bedside before the gentrification honey so it was like Ooh, uh, it wasn't cute yeah and i just was like not really just kind of yeah a lot of self-doubt worrying mm-hmm. about everybody else competition right maybe right. it's not going to happen for me and then also I went on a ton of interviews and wasn't landing anything and Mm -hmm. just really lost a lot of my self-confidence. Yeah. And I was just like, I was really letting these no's, like, dictate my life. Yeah. And um, when I came home and I started doing this job that I hated, and I finally had that moment where I was like, you know, I'm just going to – I'm not – I'm going to just – Keep get, I'm just gonna keep going till I get a yes. Like yeah. I, there was never a limit at this point. Once I decided to move to LA, mm-hmm. I had decided that no's were no longer gonna deter me. I was like, this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. These people just don't know yet. Exactly. They bad. Yeah. Right. And, and, no, we'll and they're they're gonna see. Yeah. I just was. I remember thinking to myself, I just have to find a place. That gets me mm-hmm. I just remember thinking that mm-hmm. and so when I did get that interview with TMZ I remember feeling like oh this is kind of young this is kind of fun like this mm-hmm. is not the like the quintessential news network like I feel like they they might kind of feel my vibe a little bit mm-hmm. right and I was I just kind of was on the website so I was like this might work for me and and that's really what happened is like I found my fit you know and right. sometimes I think We're always trying to fit into places and spaces that we're not appreciated in. Absolutely. You know, and also like sometimes your lane just isn't created yet. Like you have to kind of create it. Like sometimes we get into things and think like, oh, this job that I want will be here and it'll have this description and I'll just sit right in this chair and be that. No, And it's not always that way sometimes. It's not always how you picture it. Right. At first. And it's like I never would, you know, when I first graduated college, I wouldn't have done the things that I did after working four years at a place that I hated because mm. I was too arrogant. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not taking out trash. I'm not getting coffee. You went to ah, school. You I went graduated. to school for this. Yeah. I, I've been pa and over at NBC. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. And then after working four years at hate, I was like, what y'all need me to mop these floors? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just wanted to be in the building. Absolutely. I realized how hard it is just to get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. You, you guys know? hear that? Take those little jobs. I'm just trying to tell you because I have people, (laughs) young people reach out now and they're like, you know, I want to be a host. And I'm like, that's great. But you're not going to start that way. Mm-hmm. Most no. people won't. Mm-hmm. There are some people who might get blessed and get an opportunity to just instantly be a host. But most right. places, mm-hmm. you got to do some other things before you get this opportunity to come to you. Absolutely. You know, or at least have, especially if you have no experience. Like, oh, yeah. You know, and that was my thinking. Like, fresh out of school, I have no experience, but I'm going to just go be on MTV. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. You know?
0: And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to get yourself right. Right. Yeah. In order to excel. And, career. Career, you and know? there's
1: something really special about going from the bottom and working your way to the top yeah. and seeing all those entry level jobs, like being a PA and knowing what that takes. Like now you respect right. PAs and you know what they have to go Absolutely. through, the bullshit. You it's know what I different mean?
2: type of feeling. And I think there are some people who have are in this industry that I know that are blessed enough to have never had to have that opportunity where they just knew the right person or maybe they don't even have like experience and they get it. And, and I think that's okay. That's, that's, you know, it's not a, it's not for everybody. Like most people don't get those opportunities, right. but it does. It it really does attest to how you communicate when you have been there. Right. You know? People look at you differently and people respect you differently yes. when you, when you've worked for it. And your mindset
0: is much more broad yeah. as well.
2: And you know, it's, it's so always, I always say you have to know how to do more than one thing. <laughs> yes. So, you, you know, do. if I need to get an edit bay or if I need to write something, I can, you know, as a host, I never let anybody write anything for me. Like right. they, they will, they will try. They'll give you a script. Like, Here's your yeah. script. Here's yeah. your prompt. And I always go in and rewrite everything, and go in and do my own research. I'm not going to be gonna take to you. your yeah. facts yeah. for you know. I'm like, I got to go and make sure this is right. Is this accurate? Yeah. You know, have mm. we talked to legal? Is this Perfect. okay to say? So that's what that's I a learned. whole
0: other level of professionalism, right? Yeah, and I fuck with
2: that. So. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> so Please. when
0: we get back, we'll be talking about dating no filter. Ooh, I it. love that show. Yes.
1: Okay, and we're back. And we're back, guys. <laughs> and we're back. And Nas, okay, I don't have cable. I'm so mad. <laughs> I know that I am I would love this show. And it's oh. on YouTube, so you can okay,
2: okay. see so it watch you. it. I'm okay. so bad with so- this.
0: I, st- I started watching it when it first aired because I was like, "What is this show?" It reminds me of the dating shows way back when. Yeah. Oh, um, so and I always loved them, like, like Blind Date, yeah, all yeah. of those shows. Like I always loved them growing up. Same. So I started watching the show, and I was like, "This shit is hilarious!" Oh, like I couldn't stop laughing. The contestants are. Some are like, "Is this real life? What right, is happening right, here?" Right. Are you ever shocked by some of the contestants? All the time. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is real, real, real. Yeah, they're real people okay. looking for real dates. It's so, really great, you know. So basically, the premise of Dating No Filter is that we kind of wanted to take those dating shows that we all loved. Mm-hmm. I remember the show like Next, with yeah. on the bus and, and line Date and Eliminate mm-hmm. and those kind of things, and kind of make a new version of it that includes like right. social media. Uh-huh. And, you know, because with social media you really don't have blind dates anymore. Mm-hmm. Because if you know who you're going out with, the first thing you do is check for their Instagram. Of oh, course. See you, what they the like. Look at the Twitter. <laughs> of Google course. them. So this really is a full blind date. Like, you have no idea who the person um. is. You don't have your phone on the date. Uh-huh. Like, it's just literally a blind date. And it's uh, six comedians, so it's two to a couch. Uh. And we watch the date with the audience. So it's uh. like, you know, we're watching and eating the popcorn and, and kiki-king uh-huh. with everyone watching. So it's kind of like we're saying what you would say right. to the TV. Oh, like right. You guys jokes. are
0: spot on yeah.
2: like <laughs> I'll be so thinking good. it and then you guys say it and it's hilarious yeah. <laughs> and it's you never know but it's you know a lot of times some of the people are great matches and sometimes they're complete opposites Uh and you just never know what's going to happen and it's just it's like one guy brought puppets on a date he's a ventriloquist Uh, and he brought his puppets and I thought okay cool that's fine that's your career I didn't think but the girl sitting waiting on the date and over her shoulder comes a puppet and he's like hello and she's like but she actually wasn't turned off by it Somebody for everybody. <laughs> That's true. Had though. it been me, Hell they would no. have been over. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I just watched the episode. It was like your holiday special. Yes. Um,
2: and one couple, couple actually worked out. Yeah, they're like, still Like, they're together. together. Oh, so they're actually yeah. starting. They they were my faves. They're okay. actually starting a YouTube channel. Um, and so they're, like, having a whole, like, relationship thing on now and they've been together I think for like four or five months wow they're like, really oh, cute cool. they're really cute yeah cool I gotta look them up yeah. yeah, on really, good. so it's made some like relationships
0: yeah I mean and the other night there was one um he was kind of reminiscent of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, it
2: got really weird. Yes. He took the his shirt stripped. off. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, it got in weird. In the restaurant and started <laughs> yes. like grinding on the girl. Yeah, It got weird. Like oh, it, really weird. Yeah. I like, need to see this it woke, really it bad. Got, yeah, I mean, yeah. right yeah. up my you, alley. you can go to E's YouTube page. I okay. have all of the Danny No Filter episodes there. Okay, perfect. There. You'll and be you highly a entertained. It, it, it makes you feel good about you because yes. you're like, okay, this is how people act <laughs> and in these days. Exactly. It
0: makes you feel so grateful for what you have.
2: Like, I know you hug Miguel. Yeah.
0: I'm highly God. entertained but thank you. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. I but it's a good it. show and it's fun and you know um, who I'm on the couch with is Kara. She's a comedian uh-huh. and everybody's just so funny and it's lighthearted. It's not me yeah. spirited. You know. Yeah.
0: I like to watch it before bed.
2: Yeah. It's a lot of people do. You know it like... reminds me of the people's couch. Yes. It's very similar. Similar. It actually is the same production company. Oh. There so there it's like a version of that on. Eves, Got it. You know the same production company. So a lot a lot of people will hit us and be like this looks like the same thing right you yeah. guys stole this idea and it's like no actually same production company yeah so it's all the family Right? You know right, right. Just, people are yeah. just want to be mad God. <laughs> really... just watch it and enjoy <laughs> Right? It's so much so okay what else do we tell us about nightly pop so nightly pop is my baby uh uh-huh. you know I, i'm really excited about nightly pop because You know, and a lot of people don't talk about this, but there obviously are not a lot of late night shows that are out right now, Mm -hmm. especially late night shows with women of color. And Mm -hmm. I am a black woman on E! Late night. Mm -hmm. And I really want to put that out there because a lot of times when we have these late night conversations, you know, it's it's not talked about. And we talk about diversity and we talk about the need for representation. And there is a huge representation with me being on Nightly Pop. And I make it my job to make sure that the stories that we talk about mm-hmm. uh, reflect that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really proud of that and I'm really proud you of be. this amazing on network Absolutely. and having mm-hmm. a nighttime show on the show Hell on yeah. the network. And, you know, I'm, I'm on the show with Morgan Stewart and Hunter March. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so there's a man's perspective, you know, Morgan's perspective and mine.
0: Y'all and are very different. We're all yeah. very different. Yes. And yeah. I love that. We
2: butt, we butt heads on the show sometimes mm-hmm. because right. our, our views are different. But really, we talk about pop culture, but we also, like, watch, you know, crazy clips of shows that are out. Mm-hmm. And then we also will just talk about what's trending or what's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if there's a new... You know, gadget or something crazy or a new trend, right. you know, or a challenge that people are mm-hmm. doing, we'll talk about that as well. So it kind of encompasses all of those things. Right. And we've just now started going nightly. So now we are Sunday through Wednesday. Right. So we give people, you know, you can have multiple nights of us. So that's we're just great. trying to hit all angles on yeah, this network. No, you know? absolutely. How do you prep
1: for that? Are you just constantly like looking up what yeah. the latest, like, are you subscribed to like everything? You know,
2: I like... just, I, I, I am really good at news gathering because I uh-huh. did it for so long. Right. So with I kind of yeah so mm-hmm. I just kind of have a system like when mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. um, I have like a, a, a tw- my Twitter my, my news Twitter feed that I'll go look at mm-hmm. and then I'll I subscribe to a couple of newsletters like of blogs that I like okay. that might have something. So I might hit up the Shea might hit up the Jasmine brand. Right. I might look at them to see because I also want to have like urban content reflected in addition to the mainstream things right. that we cover. And then I also have my feed. And my feed is really, I follow like main pages like the New York Times mm-hmm. and the LA Times and mm-hmm. of course E! Online. But then I also follow like the producers. So I'll follow like the producers and writers. So sometimes That's you can smart. get news first from the people who work for the outlet as opposed to the actual outlet. Uh-huh. Sometimes the outlet's main page that news takes comes a longer. little bit longer. Yeah. But if you follow like the writers from BuzzFeed and the Right, you know, then you get the information first and you huh. communicate with them a little bit faster. So sometimes I'll follow them as well and see what they're talking about or what's right. bubbling or even if it's just like a Twitter conversation that people are talking about or whether people are talking about mm-hmm. Lizzo or whatever is bubbling, mm-hmm. I kinda see what people are talking about mm-hmm. that day and then we kind of attack it on the show.
1: So you heard about our <laughs> bubbling <laughs>
2: <laughs> Her, this. Yes, child. I was like they should have called me honey I know <laughs> next I know. time well, we should... it won't go that far yeah, next time right? yeah. so like, no 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 it's all learning experiences <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. and you know what this is the thing people don't always it's, it's, a, it's a learning curve on how to deal when a situation becomes uncomfortable yes. because I think the first thing you do is go to like what how do I lighten the mood right you know what I mean of course and that can always be misinterpreted Mm -hmm. yes you know and clearly I had to learn a lesson just been doing interviews when Uh I would just be like okay I had to have like a second voice in my head like okay do mm. I deal with like this uncomfortability, or do I go? What what do, what would people want to know? What would right. people want to hear from me? What would I say if I was listening to this? So it's right. like it's hard because you want to be friendly with the person you're interviewing. Right. You don't want them to be mad at you. Right. And respectful. And it's you want to be like respectful. A level
0: of professionalism yeah. right. to
1: some point, and
0: yeah, obviously. it's, it was... it's a and tricky then you place. get the fact
1: that you're caught off guard. Right. Like yeah, you just
0: have you ever been on a carpet and that's happened yeah. like live.
2: You know, let's see. Has it happened to me? I, I've been in the carpet really with a celeb. Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been, I kind of, and, and it may have happened and I just kind of navigated it. Because yeah. I'll just say it up front like, okay, so this is uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Like, you know, <laughs> I love We have that. to just talk about this. Yeah. You no, know, I just I, kind I, of that put is it amazing. out there. Yes. Because I feel like the bluntness is just more appreciated yes. than like right. skirting around it. So I'll just be like, look. You know, we got to, you know, I have to ask this. And mm-hmm. if they don't want to answer, then that's on them. Right. Or if they don't want to talk about it, that's on them. But I usually, most people who talk to me know that I'm going to keep it keep it a buck. Yeah. So they are they usually know what they're getting into. Like, uh-huh. don't even stop and talk to me if you don't want to. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're not going yeah. to You know, but <laughs> but then but I'll that's what you're doing say, Well, yeah, exactly. And you don't have to bash it. It can always be like a soft way of, of talking about the controversy. Right. Like, but I think that it's like, you know, ultimately, what people are going to say is, oh, well, you didn't do this or you didn't do that. And I'm always like, as much as I want to be cool with you, I got a job to do, mm-hmm. you know, and as much as I like you and I appreciate you following me on Instagram and all those fun things, like if I don't do this and I'm doing a disservice to the people that are listening to Absolutely. me, right. and so I owe this to them. And if mm-hmm. you're cool with me, then you respect that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know what I yes. mean? And they, most people, and I have to say, like, especially when I used to work at other outlets, I really was worried about that for a really long time. Like, mm-hmm. how do I maintain these friendships mm-hmm. and have Ooh. to call someone and say, oh, my gosh, I saw you got a DUI last week. Right. right. I need a comment. You know, I had a conversation actually when, um, with Nene Leaks mm-hmm. because when I used to work at another outlet, her son had got arrested. Uh-huh. We were cool. We had uh-huh. gone out mm-hmm. and I had to call and get a comment about her son getting arrested. Damn. She was not happy about it. Yeah. Right. And we kind of got into it on the phone. But I was like, ultimately, I'm doing you a if this is what how I feel. If I am giving you a place to -hmm. to talk, to Mm -hmm. have a voice, then I'm being an ally to you. Yeah. Because there are so many people who do stories mm-hmm. where they run it without talking to you. Absolutely. Right. They don't ask for comment. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. run it. They'll they'll talk about your side and hasn't even haven't even talked to you. Right. So if you're giving someone an opportunity to speak, mm-hmm. then you are being an ally and a friend to them yeah. by giving them a voice about a story about Absolutely. Them. I
0: think I would prefer that. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And yeah. I think if people look at it that way as opposed to this gotcha game right. as like, no, I'm giving you a voice because the story is gonna the story's gonna happen regardless, right? Exactly if you have an opportunity to have your angle or your sides said, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you take advantage of that exactly. as opposed to letting other people paint your narrative? Yeah,
0: yeah. Ooh, right there. No, that's very it's true. It's so real. Yeah. That is so real. It's
2: real, and it's a lesson every, listen, everybody who interviews, we've all gone through that. We've all had these moments where, you know, you guys know Kelty and mm-hmm. she's had moments on the carpet where she's like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, even when you're a pro, like it yeah. just, it happens. And it's just like, and you just can't let it get to you because it can be really hard and it can feel really personal. Right. right. And then you realize the next day happens and something else happens and people forget mm-hmm. and they move on to the next story. Story yeah. of the story. Oh my oh God, it's how annoying. here
0: one day and it's yeah. the biggest thing and then the next day it's yeah. exactly. Another thing pops up. Yeah. That's just like how it works. Yeah. Yeah. But living in it, you forget that sometimes yeah. oh and you're God. like, oh my God, it's it never like going to end. end. And this really and that. And then it's it really
2: devastating too, especially yeah. if you've had a lot of positivity and you exactly. had a lot of people love you and yeah. then all of a sudden it flips. Yeah, Completely. It's really difficult. And what I, one of my coworkers, Melanie Bromley, who works with me at uh-huh. E told me, she was like, you know, I really don't listen to the good things people say. I don't take it to heart and I don't take the bad things to heart. Because mm-hmm. if you live for these compliments, mm-hmm. right. then you are devastated when you get the criticism. Yeah. You can't That's handle true. it. Right. That is very true. And so you you kind of stay in this middle ground, and the and the way you stay in that middle ground is really just navigating who you really are and doing the best job you can do, and understanding you're like accepting that there's going to be mistakes. Absolutely, perfect. And just
1: walking with integrity. At the end of the day, you know, yeah, absolutely. Where it is? That was my lesson this year. This year was the huge learning of everything you just said. With that, is like okay. Why do I care what these people right. say? They, they don't, don't know, know me. Right. And so then it became, okay, Nadia, what do you have to offer? What are your intentions? These are your intentions. Absolutely. Just keep it moving.
2: And I think, you know, when, you, and especially when you own a mistake, because mm-hmm. I think... You guys handled it really good when you said, look, this was a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. This this wasn't we didn't necessarily know how to handle the situation. Mm -hmm. We didn't handle it the right way. Mm -hmm. We look forward to learning with our audience. And And I think that's the most that you can do. Yeah. And then people are there are some people who are just going to be mad. Yeah. There are some people who are going to be mad and they're just going to stay mad. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And there are some people who say, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like some people just want that apology and they're good. And yeah, there's some people who feel like they don't need an apology. Yeah, right. And you just navigate those waters. But I even the ones who want to be mad will still listen just mm-hmm. to be mad. <laughs> but you still get that view, and, though. And exactly. You <laughs> listening?
0: You mad? <laughs> and I always think, you know what? They were probably mad before. Right. Yeah. You know, at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Yes. And I so think, it is you know, when
2: someone is concrete and misunderstanding you, mm-hmm. there's not much you can do to change. No, that. no, no I at don't. all. At yeah. all.
0: And you'll beat yourself up
2: yeah. if you keep
0: trying to you right. Know, change Right, because it that. makes you
2: question, like, am I a bad person? Like, right, right. completely. You know, and there's definitely, I've definitely had some missteps. And I've had times where, especially when you work at a news organization and someone else runs the narrative of the story, sometimes you get scared. Like, if you have, especially, like, when I was working hard and really hard-hitting reporting and I had sources. Mm-hmm. So I would have, like, celebrity friends who would give me stories. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to be named. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it would be sometimes when I give someone else that narrative or I give this story to a platform and maybe they messed up the headline or they did something Mm. and then the person comes back like yo like yeah I trusted you with this and you're like oh this isn't how what I intended right now I look like a scumbag and it got lost in translation I have to apologize and maybe they don't trust me anymore and it's just kind of the nature of the business unfortunately but most people if they are really good people they get it and they Mm -hmm. you move past it Yeah. yeah And that's all you that's can do. That's been the hope. Yeah, know? exactly. Of course.
1: But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will continue talking with Nina about all her good Woo-hoo! red carpet interviews <laughs> and good <slides. laughs> Tis the season to get cozy. And there's no better place to snuggle up and Netflix and chill than your very own home. Your furniture should suit your needs, but also feel uniquely you. That's where Joybird comes in. They have over 50 fabric and leather options, three shades of wood, and over 250 unique silhouettes. Do the math. Joybird's got a lot to choose from. The days of settling for boring furniture are over. Joybird believes your personal one-of-a-kind style should match your furniture. Need a sofa and a golden hue? or a love seat in the hottest red, an inviting baby blue, or even a plush green velvet, Joybird's got your back. Plus, all Joybird handcrafted pieces come with a limited lifetime warranty. Create furniture that matches your own fearless style at joybird.com ladies. See how Joybird can help make your dream space a reality today at joybird.com ladies. Go to joybird.com slash ladies and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code LADIES. Is there anything that you want to particularly address and talk about or just get out there? Just
2: You know, I just want to make sure that I just, I love that there's so many women in this industry right now and just Mm -hmm. continuing that support Mm -hmm. across platforms. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I think sometimes there's the people who are the most like rah-rah don't necessarily have the best intentions in mind when it comes to that support. Yeah. And just, you know, really supporting across platforms and, and showing up. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really like support your friends, like yeah. support their platform, support their podcast, support yeah. their shows, support their small businesses. Right. Like don't well, just talk about yeah, us. Don't yeah, just yeah. text them yeah. like support it. Show yeah. people show, show that support, show yeah. the love, show up. And if and sometimes people don't know, like there's genuinely been times where I just have been in like a tunnel of just all my own things. And I don't know. And I've had friends hit me up and be like, girl. Did you see that I'm doing X, Y, Z? And yeah. I'm like, Oh, I didn't. But thank you for telling me, yeah. so I can let people know what to do, where to find you. And I just think that community is just really important, especially amongst women, because you know, there's 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 a lot of us doing it, mm-hmm. and a lot of us not nav- feeling like we're navigating it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And there's this huge community of us doing the same thing, and I wish it was more well, connected. united. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And then that's what her and I are. That's the end goal of all of this yeah. is to unite each other, right? And we're all going through the same yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And like you said, we gotta support each other. Absolutely. I totally agree. We don't need to compete
2: for what? No, for, what? No. for what? There's, there's a enough for room. everybody. Yeah, well,
1: there's and enough what's room. meant
0: to be yours yeah. is gonna be yours at the end of the day.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We all
0: just work hard and support each other. There's enough opportunity and enough enough money and enough happiness to go around.
2: Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Abundance yeah. for all of us. Yes. <laughs> hey, Abundance man. in 2020. Let's try- yes,
1: let's all try and run. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the next, what does this year look like for you? What are you projecting? What do you want? What do you, you know, hope for? Good
2: things. I have some good things. Brewing mm-hmm. um, and and I have award season that's coming up, so mm-hmm. you know I'll be doing the red carpet for uh, Grammys, for Oscars, Golden Globes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, those are big ones. Big ones. Yeah. I mean, those are dr- that's a yeah. dream. Yeah, that's it's tough. a dream. And you know, it's hard, especially as a plus size woman, because mm-hmm. you know I've had issues with designers, and we've mm-hmm. heard this. Leslie Jones has talked about this. Mm-hmm. You know, where you know you've had these designers who don't want to dress you. So trying Shame to find, on me. you know. The, the, and they're all so good and there are some really mainstream designers that do mm-hmm. but it's it's really I have to tell you it's really hard especially if you're not crazy famous like A-list famous right. to find like people who want to so I've, I work with a really good designer Melissa Mercedes who's been Um, designing a lot of my dresses Ah, and and she'll be designing a dress for me for Golden Globes. And I'm still looking for, you know, designers. And and now I feel like, you know, I just need to work with up and comers. Yeah. Forget trying to be with like these, like Michael Costellos Mm -hmm. who don't want to dress you. Like, let's deal with like the, the, the names of the younger people who want to get, who are hungry, who are hitting you up and, and try these new designers. And Beyonce has done that, you know? Yeah.
1: I can't even believe that they won't dress you. That, it's, like to it, me, that's, it's mind blowing.
2: Yeah, right? I
0: know. It's kind of like wow. it's crazy. It's I have so backward,
2: models, and the, and she says that. Um, on the runway, they consider a size six plus size now. Oh, that's crazy. Th- are you serious? That yeah. is crazy. She said on the runway, it's a, a size wow. six is considered plus size.
1: No way. And so I'm like imagine dying how to get hard into a size six. <laughs> for a
2: 14 child. So
1: yeah. you're like, it's that been is so it's crazy. How it- does that work with your um, confidence and your just like... Feeling good about yourself. It affects it. It affects it because
2: you really, sometimes if you reach out, you'll see all these designers on Instagram that are so cool and you Mm -hmm. reach out. So I'll have my stylist reach out and say, hey, like, let's tell them we want to collab with them. Mm -hmm. Some won't respond to you and then some will respond with very vagueness Mm -hmm. and or some will just flat out say no. The shade. And it's it it is it does affect you because you feel like damn like I'm really working hard and getting all this acknowledgement and I don't even have a dress to wear to this event damn. because people don't want to dress me it's and not it's, okay. it is heartbreaking. Yeah. But then you then you start to find your tribe and you find the people that work with you. So when we took this chance with Melissa, mm-hmm. um, we did the dress for PCAs and it ended up on the best dress list on Vogue. Boom. Mm-hmm. And go. yeah it was, it was a dress we literally created mm-hmm. me and my stylist created from our minds and mm-hmm. she would send me fabrics and at the fabric store and we were mm-hmm. like let's do this color oh let's do this but let's make it sheer and we mm-hmm. literally constructed this dress from our Minds, right, and Melissa made it, and it, and it ended wow. up on all these best dress lists from people to Vogue. And what to, did they
1: list as like who the designer was? They
2: they list her name. Oh, yeah, you know, they put her okay, name okay, down because okay, okay. when they we will tell them like yeah, who it is, yeah, so or they'll it's crazy thing is a lot of people it. find it, yeah. Uh-huh. So there were so many outlets that found it, yeah, and that we hadn't even told. And that's cool for her, too, yeah, that's the giving opportunity, her, exactly. absolutely, you're giving her that platform, and yeah. opportunity. absolutely, and, and she had done some other people before, uh-huh. but when we collabed, it just was kind of like kismet so it's right. been we've done a couple of um events together and um you know we were just like this this works and she's a plus size woman as well Amazing. so especially she knows like how to to style it and do it in the best way but it's still mm-hmm. fashion because so many times they want to put you in these big flowy dresses and right like, <laughs> i got hips girl. exactly like, no, and, you I, got, and you got shape and
1: you yes, want to show that shape exactly. like, why do we got to be in this front like through right. like yes no. And it's like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah.
2: You know, it's like, no, I'm not going to be in off. this spaghetti straps, but yeah. I might be in this. And it's right. like, I wanted to have someone who understood fashion, but still knew how to dress you yeah. for curves. It was like, they act like if they had to buy extra material, it was going to kill them. Oh, right. so it's it's been really great. And I, and I hope that more people reach out to us mm-hmm. that want to design a, a fashionable plus size woman. Because mm-hmm. we out here and we at these events. And, you know, we want to be, have that representation as well. Absolutely.
1: And it's It's so important. Well, it's just so unfair, these beauty standards that Mm -hmm. we have. And I think it's getting better. It seems like it's getting better. You know, we have Lizzo. We have all these people that are being body positive and saying, look, you can be beautiful at any freaking size. Like, why do you have to be this small? You know, I deal with that shit all the time. I'm like... I've always wanted to be something I'm not, right. body, hair, whatever, right. growing up because of what I was surrounded Absolutely. with.
2: It's what we're inundated with. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And, and it takes a while for you to get to that place and say, you know what? I'm good. Mm-hmm. I look good. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, maybe I can improve here and there, but, but how crazy we all is it? Yeah, of course. That, you know? like,
2: your worth is contingent upon how big your waist exactly. is. Exactly. That's crazy to me. You
1: are not your size. Right. You are not no. your weight. We right. are so much more than that. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I am
2: more than my waist. Yeah. And, and the way that I'm treated in public or, or by these people because my waist is bigger than someone else's. Is that's an insane idea Yeah, it is. No, it is. And, and I and I do think body positivity has come a long way, but there's still, even the way Lizzo was treated when she was twerking, and it's just like there's still a oh, long yeah, way to right. go from, you know, where we are, but there has been progress. But it's like we have to keep making sure that when we talk about inclusion, it's not just with, you know, gender, and race, it's not just or, with race, yeah. but it's also mm-hmm. with size as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Absolutely. I, who, I don't remember who specifically it was, but they made a comment saying, you know, the Laker girls are out there. Right every night shaking right. their ass right. mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. says nobody anything right. about that nobody says anything and right. there's a lot
2: of people who were known for twerking that nobody uh, had a problem with yeah. it. you know what I mean but So you it's got a little extra meat and they yeah, got problems right. and, the, and the low key <laughs> thing is that people are privately hitting you up like I kind of like that you know <laughs> what I'm saying oh, it's so it's like you know, so it's like <laughs> how to act like right. this is not something that people want to say i love that <laughs> that's so good oh my god that's
0: so good oh nina thank you so yes. much thank that you was guys amazing. for having me of
2: course that yes. was a great great spreading conversation spreading the love yes. and women empowerment we women empowerment we can all day Hell yeah we can do it all I'll come yes. back anytime you guys just let me know oh yes, thank please. you so much thank you
1: <laughs> and remember guys you, you can, can always, always sit with us, with us.
0: Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from The Lady Gang and Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or on the Podcast One app. And remember, don't forget to rate, review,
1: and subscribe.